Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition of the program. Half of us live at the CCMC, that would be me, the other half, the better half. The more important half out of Buffalo Wild Wings and Avon Lake. That's where we find the great Z. How you living, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be out here at the Buffalo Wild Wings and Avon Lake. And, and it's a shame that you can't be here. It's a shame Gibbe can't be here because be the people are here. They're they're crowded up. They're in ma- en masse. They're here, baby. And we're having a great time. And you guys aren't. Well, I think once a couple of things. Once when you find out Greg Pruitt is there. So that's, that's, right. that's a big part of it. And Man of consequence. The, a man of consequence and character. And then when, I think when you think about the franchise being out there, that elicits mm. the response that you're receiving out there. You are the mm. franchise of this program. In, in a way, mm. you are a, a franchise of the city. Uh, you are our, pro, uh, our prince. Mm. And so I think mm-hmm. when you are out amongst the people, it's a rare thing to see. And so you're seeing these throngs of humans and humanity just flocking to you. It's weird, though. People are here asking for stadium days in your honor at the stadium, and you're not even here, and here I am just having the time really? of my life. That's right. You're a popular guy. Yeah. I heard Bishop Maybe. Stadium Day. That's what I heard. That's what you heard? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I, I suppose give me a few years, and that would be in play, certainly. Yeah, why not? Um, so, fantastic, obviously, to be out there at Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. And when, when you think about uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, you think about football season. They were here in Berea yesterday. The line for our people here was around the building uh, as they like were scooping up the Buffalo Wild Wings. It really was. It was, like, it was um, like Santa came in. And, of course, remember that Buffalo Wild Ring, Wings remains the sports bar of choice for all the action. Find your closest B-Dubs location, buffalowildwings.com. Uh, catching the game at home, takeout and delivery available. My kids absolutely love this at buffalowildwings.com. You have USA-Iran today at 2 o'clock. Yes. So there, you got a little bit of that to pay attention to. <laughs> a must uh, win. What was that, Gibby? I think there's going to be some bodies there today. Does Gibby sound like he's whispering to you, or is that just He sounds me? like he's whispering to me. Do you have the right Gibby, microphone up, Gibby? I like that you're there as the great man of consequence, the UP. You said now you're on here. Now oh, now, on. You, now you're working. There well, you go. I was peaking Congrats. Here, so I turned it down. Wow. Yeah. Now you're on. He's Way to back, go, baby. Gibby. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, the place to watch the game today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> go play hooky. No one's working. It's it's like a, it's November. It's the irony. December. Once and first of all, December, we'll see in January. What you're saying is absolutely correct. What you're saying is that everybody should come to Buffalo Wild Wings, all the various locations, but especially today out here in Avon Lake, and come in, have some delicious wings, have a frosty beer, go ahead and take in, of course, USA and Iran today in the World Cup. But Gibbet, you had that opportunity, and you yourself, you personally made the decision, I'm going to stay at work to be and fair. not take my own advice. I, I think it was imperative. I will side with a rarely a rare Gibby siding. I will side with Gibby. This is an unholy alliance, and you both should be ashamed of yourselves. I would say I would be incapable of getting this. This is complicated. We're in two locations. I would not be capable of getting us on the air. Boyzell's going to be joining us. Right. That's another human. Yeah. Oh, so it's funny because I don't have – I have the memory of an elephant, and I recall being at Buffalo Wild Wings a few weeks ago out in the wonderful on the east side in Aurora, Ohio. It was a treat. And guess who joined us via the the phone? 
Guess who joined us via the phone that day? You were here. Bo was here. I was here. And then yeah. Poizel joined on the phone, and we had no it, problem it playing so better or worse. Better no problem. Right. In mm. studio. Yeah. And if Bo's already here. Nathan, it's an audio medium. I love how you got a Nathan there. That's great. <laughs> I am undeterred. Everybody, you guys, listen. You, you can go ahead and shamefully pile on and do all the things that you want to do, acting like the great Grinch. I need some potato wedges with cheese, Connor. You could have had it. You could have had it for free today. They would have been right here. They would have been the good folks here at Buffalo Wild Wings, eager to serve, eager to please, to make sure everybody has delicious food, cold beers, and screens galore. I mean, right now I'm seeing everything that I could want to see in the sports world all in one, and all I have to do is this, and there, I've seen it all. Just one pan. You You get it all there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, studio. speaking of Buffalo Wild Wings, Monday to Friday, three to six, great assortment of appetizers and cocktails. Beers start at just three bucks. That's your happy hour, three to six. It'll be here before you know it. And then don't forget about B Dub's bonus days. Wing Tuesday, buy one yeah, order. It's Wing Tuesday. Wings. Get the second order, fifty percent off Wing Tuesday today. Sure, then bring us back some wings. Boneless Thursday <laughs> is on Thursday. Buy like one it. order Spalding. of boneless wings and get the second order free on that. So you have that to look forward to which is very, very nice out at Buffalo Wild. Let me tell you something. Even your boy over here, your boy Connor, wants no part of you right now. He is disgusted. Look at that. He's giving you zero goose egg. That's what, yeah, he wants no part of you right now. You're on on an island, and right now Bishop is just enjoying being the the skipper to go to your island just for fun. Bishop Day. Today's Bishop Day. Well, imagine one day at a stadium and now here. So, I mean, it feels appropriate. It's a big day for you. It's a big day for people named Bishop. It really is. Yeah. Um, we will have a mailbag, so it's a mailbag edition of the program. That is coming up at 2 o'clock, so tweet us your questions at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD. Uh, you have that to look forward to, which is very, very nice. We'll play a little bit of what we learned, one thought. That's coming up at one thirty as we go around the league. We had three of the four biggest spreads this week cover. Uh, the only oh, big spread that didn't was Dallas, and they, we were undone by that. Um, Real shameful on that. Um, you have the mailbag to look forward to. Uh, we have MJ Emerson, who's just a dude. Uh, you'll have his availability coming up at 2 o'clock awesome. as well, and we'll play a little higher, lower, better, or worse. Um, MJ getting a lot of love here now after that performance against the um, As well he against, should uh, when you, the Bucks, blank, yeah. you blank Mike Evans with the goat throwing to him. Mike Evans in that game. In the game, Mike Evans became one of six receivers. He got to 28 yards in the game. And in the game, he became one of six receivers in the history of the NFL to have 10,000 yards and 75 touchdowns in their first nine NFL seasons. Mike Evans is one of those. The others, don't know if you've heard of them. Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Miranda Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison, all Hall of Famers. And he went out there, six targets in coverage against Mike Evans, nary a catch, zero blanketed. Brian Baldinger tweeted out that he thought it was the best performance by a cornerback all year in the National Football League. Period. End of full stop right there. So, uh, yeah, MJ Emerson, that's the guy. I want to give a lot of credit, obviously, to him. Give some credit to our guy, Jeff Howard, the DB coach. He knew that was the right matchup. Get 23 on 13, let him do his thing, and he did that, and, and boy, Love what we've got out of that third rounder. It feels like we had a first-round pick, even though we did not. The, he's playing that way, right? I mean, that's that's what he's playing like. He's, he's playing like, you know, an, an all-rookie first-team defensive back. I mean, Sauce Gardner might be all-pro, but he's sure. probably playing the best secondary other than Sauce Gardner in the league. Yeah, him, Woolen in Seattle, and probably Sauce Gardner. What's awesome is that we've split up so that this will be a more streamlined operation. All I can see over the course of the Zoom is total chaos. 
in Berea. Right here, no, we're all calm. We'll, we'll, we're functioning on full throttle right here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we're very calm here. Everything's under control. Berea, nothing to looks see like here. Chaos. Remain calm. All right, there we all go. Right. And now, now you want business to, is picking now up. Now we're talking about luminaries. This is a real treat to be joined now on the hotline, our quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, joining us. Uh, Jacoby, great talking to you. Thanks so much for taking the time, man. I know Nathan had some moments with you post game, and, and just for from all of us here, for us at a show, like just so appreciative of everything you've done this season and how great this has been and the way that you've carried yourself. What did it mean for you personally? And I know everything for you is about the team, obviously, but what did it mean for you personally to be able to have that win against a guy you knew really well in Tom Brady and to get it the way that you guys got it late in that game? Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, thank, thank you guys for having me in uh, the introduction. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. Uh, in that fashion, you know, in the moment where everybody's probably thinking, you know, Tom Brady's going to come back and see what Tom Brady does and win the game in, that, in the end of the game. And um, for us as a team to, you know, kind of rally and stay with our game plan, stay aggressive, uh, you know, I think it was just a great team win to, to show the resiliency of this team and, and uh, the fight to the end. And, I, and I, the, the ball started to bounce our way. You know, you talk about it early in the season, like, man, when the ball starts bouncing our way, then things just start to go our way. Jacoby, Happy. let's go. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, that was it. That was all I said. Okay. Let's talk about two of the big plays in that game. Let's talk about the touchdown to David Njoku. You guys knew that maybe they'd go middle of the field open down there in the red zone. You run the seam there. Kind of just take us through your thought process and then go ahead. What you saw, you, leave, you let the ball go, and I know you already said you thought it might be a little high, and then to just see through your own eyes him go up and snag it with yeah. the left hand. Yeah, so we we obviously game planned and, and understood, you know, what type of defense they were going to be in uh, in those type of situations when you got in the red zone. And, um, you know, talking about that play the day before, and uh, that was one of the plays that we liked uh, because of that matchup that we knew we were going to have, 45 versus uh, versus David. And, uh, you know, when I when I broke out of huddle and we got into empty and we knew their empty check, uh, and it was really what we talked about. Uh, so it was more so for me just to make sure my eyes were good and I didn't, you know, tip one of the safeties to go over and help uh, because that was always a possibility on that play. Um, and uh, they got one-on-one coverage, and then uh, Devin White just got his eyes back in the backfield a little too early, uh, I felt like. So I just – I saw Dave kind of – he saw that and kind of tried to wrap around him on the other side. Uh, and so I just tried to put up a ball that I knew only Dave could touch uh, obviously, going at his fourth down um, with no fear. Uh, so just throwing it up there for uh, for Dave to make a play on the ball, and he made one of the probably the the best catches I've ever seen in person uh, in my life. And um, yeah, he came down with it, and I was I was super excited for that. <laughs> we were all super excited. That stadium was excited and incredible. I think it's the best catch I've seen, certainly in my 10 years here with the Cleveland Browns. And now I want to go into the overtime period. You guys have, I think, a little mesh concept. And then it seemed, to, from my eyes anyway, that you know Amari kind of saw the defensive back stumble a little bit and kind of just ran through him and was wide open. Where were you looking? And then at what point did you see Amari and say, oh, my God, is this really happening? And make sure, let me just make sure I put it on him. Uh, so we, we have been talking about that play for a couple of weeks now. And, um, you know, actually it was a double move for, from Amari. We we're running mesh concept, uh, mesh concept, but we we're running a double move with Amari. Um, and then on top of that, it was one of the first times they actually gave us like true man to man, uh, like one-on-one in that game, uh, with Amari, uh, with no, with nobody kind of helping out or something like that, yeah. so to say. 
And uh, as soon as that we broke out of the huddle and we're in a, in a formation to where we got the, the answer as far as what the coverage was from the start. So once I saw that, I, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to Amari no matter what. I know he's going to crush this guy. Um, <laughs> so it was a matter of me just holding off the safety uh, and just, you know, kind of buying a little time in the pocket. I, I, we did a really good job in, in, in keeping the guys away from me. Uh, so I had time to, you know, let Amari develop his route. Obviously, we know he's one of the best route runners in the in the league. So you kind of got to give him a little time to, to get into his route uh, to do it. And, um, you know, he obviously made the guy – I mean, he made the guy fall twice. And uh, so the, that was the that was the hard part. And then my part was just throw him the ball and uh, give him something that, you know, that he can run with. Um, you know, he was so open that those are the ones that you just, you know, you just don't want to miss. You know, so I tried to give it enough air, but not too much to where the safety uh, kind of saw his guy fall and, and made a play. So uh, Amari just did the rest. Jacoby Brissett on the hotline with us right now. So that takes it all the way down to the three-yard line. And, and obviously, as, as we've alluded to, and, and we've, we've all been through this, that it, it felt it, – you, you just it's like it wasn't a win until it was a win. And I'm, I'm yelling like three times Nick Chubb, like, let's just pound this thing in, man. Um, and it was like until yeah. we crossed the line, you know, like I, I didn't want to deal with a hold. I didn't want to deal with anything. I just wanted Nick yeah. Chubb three times. What was it like in the huddle, like just making sure you put that thing away and got the result? Because it feels like obviously so many times those things haven't worked out for whatever reason for us at the end of games this season. Yeah, and it, and it was more so just not taking the moment and every, you know, fundamental and technique for granted, you know, making sure I yeah. get a good snap and get my legs away from the center so that when the, the guys are – when you get down that low, like legs get caught up so many times by quarterbacks that get stepped on because they get a push up front. So just make sure my legs are back, make sure I got a good handoff with Nick and uh, make sure I called the play right and make sure I got the motion landmark right. And, and things like that, those are the thoughts that are going through my head just because, you know, in my in, in my heart, I knew we were going to win the game because it, it was nothing that was going to stop us from winning the game because I knew what we were, going to, what we were doing down there. We're giving, we're, we were going to give the ball to Nick Chubb every time, you know, and uh, <laughs> it was no surprise. So, so I was trying to make sure I did my part, which was, probably the easiest part is calling the play and, and giving the ball to Nick Chubb. So I just make I was just making sure that and um you know obviously the guys in the huddle already put it in our in their minds from the from the start of that drive that we we're gonna win that game and uh and I'm just glad to see that it, it came to fruition. So are we talking with the Browns quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby I'll start with a simple question and then maybe follow up depending on what you say but do you feel like you're playing the best football of your career right now? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I'm, I, I'm in that one of those zones to where, uh, you know, I feel like I am playing in some of the best football, uh, in my career. Probably, I am probably playing the best football in my career. Uh, and, um, yeah, so I, I definitely believe that. So when you decided to come here, you said you were the right man for the job and we'll talk about the reaction to you in a second, but let's talk on the field. Career high in completion percentage, career high in yards per game, career high in quarterback rating, career high uh, in yards per attempt, career high in QBR. In fact, you've been in the top 10 in the league in QBR for the whole season. What is What was it about this offense? What was it about this scheme, this personnel, this just working with Coach Stefanski and that offensive staff for you that that made it so that you are playing your best football? And I know they, they count that Hail Mary as an interception, but in my mind, finish the season here, <laughs> or you finish your first run here, right? Five straight games without an interception. Uh, you've thrown, you know, six touchdowns in the last four games. What was it about this that just set so well with you, your skill set, and, and allowed you to see it so clearly and execute at such a high level? 
Uh, I just think about, I mean, it's the, the guys in that room and, and the, the guys on this team, you know, uh, obviously a lot of talented guys, a lot of hardworking guys that, you know, go out there and make plays. Uh, obviously the scheme uh, with, with Kevin, Drew, and uh, AVP, those guys are, are, are very smart. Uh, so the way they, you know, install and, and call the game and, and, you know, try to get into my head and me trying to get into their head as far as, like, you know, what we're thinking in certain situations and, and our preparation and things of that nature. Um, you know, being around, you know, Deshaun and, 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 and Dobbs and, and Kellen and just and picking their brains as far as, you know, what they think, it, 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 I definitely think that has helped me and my, you know, progression into this offense um, to where that I don't think it was just me that was playing at a high level. I think our offense was playing at a really high level. You know, we were uh, – I want to – I mean, we're a top five offense in the league for a reason. It's yeah. not just because – it's not just because of me. It's because of, you know, the O-line, the running backs, the tight ends, the receivers, the guys in that um, – in that room, in that, in that offensive room, you know. Jacoby, seventh year in the league, and, you know, you've been around long enough. You know how these things go. Like – is, was there ever a, a point, you know, over the last couple of years where you thought, I don't know if I'll ever get another opportunity like this to to be – it feels like you and Kevin, like, just almost see everything the same way. Um, you've had this magical kind of view, the two of you, this season. At least that's how it's felt to us. Are, it does because of your history and the amount of, of you know, you bounced around a little bit, played for a lot of different coaches. Did, do, you, do you appreciate this almost even more because of that? Uh, yeah, and to, to your first question, yeah, I didn't know when my next opportunity was going to come. Uh, so obviously try to, you know, relish in this moment. I know I said it every day, but like I was trying to be in the moment because it's like it's, it's hard to find a situation where things kind of work in your favor. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think me and Kevin just like really like hit it off. But like I said, I think it's the room and, and um, you know, just being around those guys and being being able to – I think my experience in the league has helped me be more vulnerable and be able to say, like, hey, I don't like this or I do like this. I want to do more of this. I need to work on this. Um, so I think that all played a part into, like, you know, going into Sundays and then starting over the next week and then going into the next Sunday and then starting over the next week. I think just, you know, me being in the league for a while and me, you know, I, I would honestly say my therapist helped me, you know, become more vulnerable in those situations to where – I was using my voice more uh, as, as far as things that I liked and didn't like because I ultimately I, I had to realize that I was the one that was out there on Sunday playing and going through the game. And, and, and so I think that kind of all just encompassed one thing. Jacoby, we've talked about obviously what you've done on the field, and, and I now want to ask you just about the reaction that you got. Look, the Browns wanted you from day one. I remember the day that the Browns traded for uh, Deshaun Watson. I ran into Coach Stefanski in the office, and I said, you know, you know what are we going to do? Or, or initially, he said, we've got our guy, and that was obviously you. They wanted you. You come in, and it's been – and I don't know if you know Cleveland can be a tough town. It could be a tough town on quarterbacks. It could be a tough town on a lot of people. <laughs> but, but you have been embraced by the city – by your teammates, the genuine emotion, anybody who's been around you, the genuine emotion that was on display on the sideline after the Browns won that game and you led the team down the field, Nick Chubb punches it in for the win in that locker room, you know, seeing your speech, seeing the reaction of the guys to you, you know, it, it, has this been special to you in terms just emotionally as a person, kind of the validation, the love, the respect that you have earned amongst your teammates and amongst this community, which lives eats sleeps football yeah so yeah that i mean i think that the word special is probably the 
the best word that I can possibly find for 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 those moments and and that and that and that embrace. Um, you know, I, I always say, you know, and everybody's like, well, what mark do you want to leave on a team, an organization, a community? I was like, I just want everybody to know I was a great teammate. I, like the on the field stuff, will kind of take care of itself. But I I, I really believe being a teammate is more important than being. Um, being a, a good teammate is, is better than being a, a, a good quarterback, you know, and uh, because that takes you long, that takes you further. Uh, I think uh, having the respect of my, my teammates, coaches, and, and um, you know, everybody, you know, it's just it, it, that that is more important than a win to me just because, um, you know, this is this like it's life. This is I consider like yeah. the football is, the, is a game of life, but life is the ultimate game, you know, and um so I made a lot of relationships in this room and on this team, and uh, that I hope that that'll last a lifetime because because there's so many good players and good good people in that in that in that building that um, you know I just would I wouldn't be right if I didn't build those relationships and and be my complete self and give my 100 percent to this team and um, so yeah. Jacoby, thank you for your time today. Thank you for what you've done all yes. season, the way you've carried yourself on and off the field. You've been a true testament to everything uh, that you want a Brown to be. Thank you for your time today, pal. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys have a good one. Get an right, ovation here from Buffalo yeah. Wings for Jacoby Brissett. Love that. Yeah, you can hear it. It's appropriate. Um, I, it I, think he, I think he's carved out a real special uh, part in the heart of these fans, and, and I think it's appropriate. Uh, it's been remarkable. Agreed. Uh, we will react to that. We've got a game from last night to react to as well. Uh, we'll also continue to put the Buccaneers game to bed. One thought around the league coming up shortly. Uh, we're off and running here. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more as we broadcast live both from the CCMC here and out at Buffalo Wild Wings in Avon Lake. We are Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio. Uh, we had a football game last night. The Steelers with a 24-17 win over Indy, this game was brutal, my friend. I tried to watch it a little bit, and then I ended up watching. Uh, I got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore, so I watched Yellowstone, and then I came back in and watched the end of the game. So that was kind of the way I took it in. So you watched the end of the game? I did, yeah. And this is why Jeff Saturday should not be a head coach in the National Football League. I mean, I, that the was only, My only pushback would be, I agree, but the only pushback I would be is plenty of guys who have been a coach in the NFL for a long time also make mistakes like that. So they're not. It's not like he's the first guy. Okay. They are. Fine. There's a lot of incompetence on on clock management. But yes, that was pretty. When stunning. you are coming in under those auspices, you are going to be even scrutinized further. And when it looks like you have completely yeah. no clue of how football works and how clock management works, <laughs> it's stunning. They ran. They ran two plays for basically like two yards 
in a minute yeah. and a half when they had two minutes to go and three timeouts. So now all of a sudden they were in third and long with 30 seconds left and three timeouts. Why? You should have taken a timeout after the first play. They lost 40 seconds on the yeah. first play. 40. It was insane. We've said, you're, you and I have talked about it for years, and I know some teams actually, they don't do this exactly, but you'd be better off like hiring somebody who just plays Madden all the time. That's right. Yes. And just because it's just really 101 clock management. Like you can't put yes. seconds back on it. You know, like it's not that hard. You save all the time when you can save it. Like that's it's this isn't difficult. Um, and you, you don't ever want to rush third and longs like just boneheaded stuff that you can't, actually, that can't happen. It's actually even crazier because I was wrong. I think on first down, they got like nothing. Second down, maybe they got like six on third down after not using a timeout. They ran the ball. Remember? And then he got oh, stuffed. Right. They ran it on third down. after. That's right. Wasting- they ran it. After wasting 90 seconds out of their 120, they ran it. So they used a timeout, and now all of a sudden they were in a fourth down. They should have just taken a timeout after the first down. Let's reset here. Let's get our wits about us instead of this nonsense that was going on. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was what an it was a disgraceful performance. Matt Ryan, I mean, uh, sorry, brother, the goose is Washed. cooked. He's better than what than Erlinger, obviously, but. The fact that they're in the five inside the five yard line and they're throwing it every single play, like you have Jonathan Taylor, and it's the irony of them showing the clip early in the game of Saturday yelling at Peyton Manning because they weren't running the ball right. was not lost on me. He was completely, completely out of his league, and, and it was just a ridiculous performance. They should have won that game. I'll tell you what, Pickens, I said it before the draft. I'll say it again. Is going to be a star in this league. He already kind of is on his yeah. way to being a star. That defense with T.J. Watt, he makes he makes Alex Highsmith so much better just by being on the field, and Highsmith really dominated that final drive of the game. Um, the Steelers, they're not going to quit. They're not going to fold over. They're not going to just, you know, go away. But that Colts team absolutely uh, a, was dreadful, and any mocking that they get over the Saturday hire, like just put watch those two minutes, the end. Yeah, it's how not to do it, and it's crazy because, you know, I think one thing, one of the big themes, and we'll get to this when we go around the league, is some of the teams that were that we thought would be bad at the beginning have now, like, bought into being really bad. So that's how some of these big lines are being covered. Like, some of the bad teams like Houston, no, they yeah. really are bad now. Like, they are a team oh, yeah. that gets drilled every week by two touchdowns. Uh, there, there's some other teams out there that are, that are now committed to being bad. Pittsburgh isn't, and – some of that is just 20 years of not having losing records. It's, it's all of those things. But, like, this is, they can't run it very well. Najee didn't do much of anything. They ran Snell. Like, nobody really got going running the football. They can't really throw it other than Pickens. They didn't throw it much. It's not like you're wowed by anything Kenny Pickett did in the game. Uh, but they no. do enough, and they make some plays on defense. And it's really largely more the incompetence of Indy that puts you in the position that that game goes the way that it goes. But Pittsburgh at four and seven now. Indy four seven and one. Is it? That's right. Yeah, four seven and one because they were four six and one. So that's that's where you are at this point. And Pittsburgh's going to keep being competitive. They'll continue yep. to be a thorn in people's side. You won't see them push the chips in and and give up on the season. Far from it. It's just not. It's just not in the nature of of that operation. Um, as we put the Buccaneers game to bed, we had a lot of time to talk about this yesterday. Anything else you wanted to get to that stood out Sunday that we didn't get time to get to yesterday? 
No, I just think it was it was a very, very interesting game. The Browns, you know, it wasn't a game where you felt great about it for the majority of it. You scored yeah. early. You scored on your second possession. That was 10 points, and, and that was it. And so I think to just see the way that this team rallied and to see, and I mentioned it, the joy, the genuine joy for not only the team, but more importantly for Jacoby Brissett, I think speaks volumes about who he was. And to have your stars shine bright in the yeah. most important moments, Miles Garrett, Amari, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, MJ Emerson, I'm calling him one of our stars. I think he's been our best defensive back this year, and I don't even think that's a, I don't I don't think that's a, even like, a question. That's not even an eyebrow-raising statement. Um, no. He maybe has been our second-best defensive player, period. I'm not sure I have a problem with that either. So it, it was just to see your stars show up when you needed them, I thought was phenomenal. I thought it was it, – it really was great. And, you know, so many people are making so much about, you know, the scripting and the scripting and the scripting. And, yes, we've had great opening drive success this year. Um, but the Browns have – and that's something that they've tried to die. They don't – under you know, because a lot of it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it comes down to execution. It comes over to random turnovers. You know, a Nick Chubb fumble that we haven't seen, a, a center quarterback exchange when your fourth-string center goes in against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and so they've been doing – you know, and the guy's been put in extra walk-through time, extra, you know, quote-unquote script. The, all the script means is those are the plays they know they're calling in that game. And so you get to practice it. You walk through it. So there aren't, men, there aren't as many mental mistakes on those plays as there are ones that are certainly in the playbook that they've drilled and gone through at various times, but maybe weren't necessarily walking through the, all the extra stuff in that one week because there's just only so much time. So they've been trying to even do more, walk through more of those things to get this team ready, you know, to go ahead and be more effective throughout the course of the, uh, throughout the course of the game. But when they needed it, oh, man, they were there, and that was great to see. It was. And I think, you know, for a team where, and I, I alluded to this with Jacoby, like just, just give me three balls to Nick Chubb and let's be done with it. Because it feels like everything that could go wrong for us has this year up until that point. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about belief. Um, it, it's also something to to see it happen and to deliver it against Brady, against the Bucks. I realize they aren't who they were a couple of years ago, but he's still the quarterback. They still have a ton of talent. And to be clutch, we talk so much about being clutch. Yep. Can this team be clutch? Well, to be clutch matters, and I think it's something that will, will yeah. be carrying over as we continue to play out these last seven games and chase something with Deshaun Watson. So all of this matters a great deal. It's belief. It's seeing it happen. It's a lot like hitting a bunch of balls on a driving range, but you get on the course and you can't hit it straight. You hit <laughs> one, you pipe it down the, the middle, you're like, oh, that's how I do it. You get on the next tee box, you do it again. That's yep. kind of the way this feels like it could go for this Browns team. So I think it was monumental for a lot of reasons, uh, the way Couldn't that that one more. happened on Sunday. If a car, truck, or motorcycle accident caused you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK, Ohio, for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. One thought around the league coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors. Upgrade the look and value of your home with new siding from Renew Home Exteriors. Ranging in every architectural style in over 50 colors. Save thousands this month during the Renew Home Exteriors end of year siding sale. 24 months, no interest, no payments. 
Take advantage of the end-of-the-year deals before January 1st. Price hikes kick in. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more. We are dual live today at the CCMC and at the B-Dubs out in Avon Lake. And we have a little bit of roster news, Z, before we get to one thought. Yeah, the Browns have signed Tay Davis, veteran linebacker who spent some time with the Browns, great special teams player to the practice squad. Wouldn't su- surprise me at all to see him elevated on game days to play special teams. He's been he's familiar with Mike Prefer and, and a very good special teams player. All right, there you go. Time for one thought. Hello, Gibby. Hello, boys. Hey, buddy. Greetings and salutations. That's Let's right. get right down to it. Week 12 in the National Football League officially in the books. On to week 13, but... First, one thought from each of this weekend's games. Sunday night football, the Philadelphia Eagles 40, the Green Bay Packers 33. Philly improves to 10-1. and one. The Packers fall to 4-8. Zagura, one thought from you. Jalen Hurts, man, first player since at least 1950 with 150-plus rushing and passing yards and multiple passing touchdowns in a single game. He is He's so dynamic on offense, and he really makes that offense go, and it's opening up things for Miles Sanders on the ground. They, they still are operating without Dallas Goddard. Quez Watkins got more involved, but I thought this was a very good game for the Eagles to really just impose their will. Defensively, not their best performance, although some of the scores came late, but I really liked what I saw from them there. And then it's amazing to me how many people in Green Bay are ready to just be like, we're done with Aaron Rodgers, let's play Jordan Love. I think they're tired of the act a little bit, which was going to be my thought, was Rodgers goes down, uh, Jordan Love comes in. Um, Rodgers has, you know, this has not been a great year for him, and you have the excuse with the thumb, which he makes comes to light last year, or last week, rather. Christian Watson really is coming along. It feels like if they wouldn't have lost so many early where he seemed disinterested, they would be in a much better position than they are now. So I heard today on McAfee, he says he's playing this week. He's healthy. He's playing. So this could get awkward down the stretch. But guess what? Yep. That's what Green Bay does with quarterbacks. They did it with, with Favre, too. Know when to part ways. Yeah. Uh, to the late games on Sunday, 49ers, 13 Saints, Zippo. 49ers have won four in a row. They are 7-4. and four. Saints fall to 4-8. and eight. Zagura, back to you since it's your place of birth. Oh, well, thank you, Gibbe. Uh, I don't know if we're talking enough about the 49ers' defense. They have not allowed a point in the second half in four straight games. They are unbelievable on defense. They haven't allowed a point in six quarters. Uh, Four straight, as I said, second half. Um, you got to feel like Demeco Ryans is somebody that's going to be a head coaching candidate for the way that that defense is performing there with Kyle. And then I thought this fact was interesting. So the Saints had not been shut out in 332 games, probably a lot of that thanks to Drew Brees. The last time they were shut out was week 17 of 2001, also by the 49ers. Bishop? Yeah, I, I mean, look, the, the Saints stink, and they, they've stunk for a while. A lot of their best players aren't playing in this game, but the Niners are getting healthy, uh, especially on the defensive side, and that's that dominance you're speaking about. They, they were also able to do this uh, in such a dominant fashion. They've got some injuries now. Elijah Mistral with a, with a knee injury, Christian McCaffrey yep. with a knee irritation. So um, th- this is my favorite team in the NFC. Uh, in terms of fun to watch and also, I think, the favorite to win the NFC. Um, but they got to be healthy, and they've had to deal, deal with injuries all year long. Up next, Bishop, we'll start with you here. The Raiders, after a 2-7 and seven start, now 4-7 and seven on the year. They've won two in a row, and they take down Seattle. This was a fun one late on Sunday, 40-34 in overtime. 
I'll tell you what, I, I'd say Josh Jacobs is kind of the story here. I mean, everybody talked how they were willing to move off of him, and uh, they drafted, uh, what was his name, Zamir White, and it was like, oh, watch out for him. They don't like Josh Jacobs. They like Josh Jacobs just fine. He's got 967 yards and nine touchdowns, another 266 on 33 catches through the air. He was a monster in this one, 229 and two scores. Um, they've got a little bit of give-a-damn, too, and I think it comes from their, from their quarterback, Derek Carr. They've won in back-to-back weeks now. They're four and seven, like us. Long way to go, but they're playing with a lot of heart right now. Uh, Zagura. This game had one of my favorite plays of this entire NFL season. So in the game, Carr throws an interception. Guy on the Seahawks intercepts it. One of his teammates on the sideline, not in the game, on the sideline, thought that he was touched down by Devontae Adams at the point of the interception. Have you guys seen this? Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, do, I have, yeah. Okay. So he runs on the field to celebrate with his teammate, mm-hmm. realizes, oh, he's actually returning this, throws a block. So now they're basically playing 12 on 11, a guy who ran on the field to celebrate with his boy. Now he's throwing blocks downfield, no flag whatsoever, and he acted like he belonged on the field, and I think that's maybe that's something people need to try now, an interception return. Just get everybody off the sidelines like a hockey you know, <laughs> line change and go out there and block. It's a, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. It was. I've watched it 100 times. I saw it on Barstool. I think I retweeted it yesterday. I know you don't follow me on social, but maybe that's how it got to you. But I, I followed uh, – I watched it about a hundred times on Barstool yesterday. I, every time it's I watched it, amazing. Nobody picked up on it. He runs. Where's off the, the eye in the sky on that? <laughs> you know the amazing like thing is the sometimes. NFL will send a letter to the team and just go. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, we missed that. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about your luck. Really? Hmm. Not sure that's right. Uh, up next, guys. This one was a dandy as well. The Chargers go for too late. They knock off Arizona, 25 to 24. Chargers six and five on the year. The Arizona Cardinals a mess at four and eight. Zagura. Chargers had to have this one. Had to have it. You put it in the hand, the the arm, the hand of your guy, Justin Herbert, finds Eckler, then the two point conversion. Awesome, a big win, and I think that's one that has a chance to go ahead and catapult them. They are a team that I don't think if they can get healthy, get Bosa back. You know, they're a team that I don't think people, and Mike Williams comes back, they're a team that people are not, that's not going to be an easy out in the playoffs. That's no. not somebody you want to see in the playoffs. Bishop. No, but I would also say it's weird why they're always in games like this, right on the cusp yep. of losing them. Like, they have so much that they should be so much more right than they are. It, they sh- it shouldn't come down to a two-point conversion to win it against an Arizona team that's in complete disarray. And yet it does for them almost every week. Like, I, I, up at the, I think the only time we've seen them really at their best was in the early season loss to the Chiefs. That's it. I don't know if we've seen them their best since, before or since. And some of that's injuries, but some of it's just – it feels like they got weird mojo, man. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's fair. There's something not right there, and it's more than just the injuries. Yeah. Uh, Kansas what, City, though, a pop, workman. You pop Sean Payton into that? situation and i feel like they get real scary that might be it too that might be the spot if they pay well i don't know if the spanos family will pay it true uh kansas city a workman like effort against the worst team in the nfc west the la rams chiefs 26 rams 10 bishop one thought i try not to do sports talk guy on sports talk guy hey crime did you guys see colin cowherd 
taking a shot at Jalen Ramsey to where he says, Jalen Ramsey just gets beat by some tight end. Well, the tight end's Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. (laughs) No mention of the fact of who he got beat by because it would get in the way of the fact that Jalen Ramsey's washed. That Ram, the, the one thought from this, like this is what you do when you're the best team in the league and that's what the Chiefs are, but the one thought from it is nobody in L.A. thought it would go this bad this quick. Nobody. It shouldn't matter. I realize that people are going to be, you know, upset about it. But you got your Super Bowl. Everything they did was to win a Super Bowl, and they won. Real quick, though, I think what they were banking on is win a Super Bowl, and then the then all of a sudden you have the you have the city, and then you stack a couple of years to maintain the momentum, and there, it feels like the momentum for the Super Bowl is completely gone. Gone. You That's- see, they're giving away tickets for Christmas. Yeah, no. it is gone. Giving it's them away. LA. They're, there's, there's they're, they're asking them to, to they're giving them to charity because they're worried that there's not going to be anybody at the games. Like it's like they want it, but I don't even know if the city cared. That can never be taken from them. The Lombardi can never be taken no. from it's whatever. No, I agree. Wants, and they you wouldn't it. not do it. I'm not saying that. I just think they miscalculated how quickly they'd fall off a cliff probably true but if you look at the the totality of their run it was still a good long run i mean they got to a super bowl with goff they've been you know a power the, for what a couple six, years two or three years six plus since they've been in la i i think the big thing though is you've got, you have um th- this is the worst super bowl champion defending we've probably ever seen ever and it's gonna get worse because i think yeah. they're gonna uh, i think mcveigh could say you know what i'm good Donald could say I'm good. Ramsey could say I'm good, like Whitworth did last year. Yeah. And and I, they I could wonder be the worst. I team wonder in the league. Donald and McVeigh just think about that every night and go, I should have just walked away when we won it. I should have just. I, I had it. We read nobody thought it would be this bad. You saw that the problems existed week one. Yeah. I think it was obvious not that like they were going to have though. problems, but not like this. I mean, there. No. It's. I you made brought this up yesterday. Do you trade Stafford to a contender? Yeah. You trade Ramsey. You say to Detroit. We'll you got to get some of these back. draft picks back. That give you me that pick back. Yeah. yeah, they need some picks, man. Uh, to the early games here, the Jets recover. They go to 7-4 and four on the year. They beat the Chicago Bears, I don't know, fifth string, sixth string, seventh yeah, string knows? QB, whatever the heck that was. I, I think for Jets fan, let's take a deep breath. Yes, you won, but look who you beat. Uh Bishop, I believe one thought from you. Here. My one thought is, Mike, if your name's Mike White, you're on a heater. White Lotus season two is great. He created Boom. it. Mike White, the quarterback of the Jets, lights out. May never, may, maybe the quarterback of the future for the Jets. Who knows? By the way, Western Kentucky, he and Bailey Zappi. Segura. What a great Mike White duo drop right there by you. The Bears' offense without Justin Fields is, is non-existent. Um, and it was great to see Garrett Wilson unlocked, and I hope we see more of that. He is such a talented young man. Uh, next up, he made teams. S feel okay. By the way, he was the he was the only source of happiness for for S over the weekend. That was it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Poor um, S. Up next, uh, two teams that are just kind of hanging around here a little bit. The Commanders take down Atlanta. 19 to 13 Washington 7 and 5 Atlanta now falls to 5 and 7 but still in the NFC South thanks to Tampa Bay's loss on Sunday. Zagura one thought. Commanders defense is excellent. Um, 
and that's the bottom line. They've got such a ferocious front uh, with Payne and Allen and Sweat, and they're going to get, you know, Ch and Chase Young. Went, did he even play in this? Is he no. back yet? No, he did not. No, play. he did not. I didn't think so. Two so weeks in a row, they back. held him. So I don't know. Yeah. I, he was Two on the verge. Two weeks in a row that, like, yeah. on Saturday, they were like, he's playing, he's playing, he's playing. And, and then Sunday, Sunday, nah, we're going to scratch him. Yeah. What? The other big thought I have is the word big, literally. Did you see Brian Robinson's hat? He looked like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. Yes, that's exactly what he looked like. And apparently they're blowing up like this guy can't even order him, get, can't even make him fast enough. Where are you going to wear that? I'm not. I, I, I didn't order one. We may or may not have one. We have one? No, no. What? Not we. Me. You have one? <laughs> How? What? Uh, our golf league, one of our good friends bought one, and we, we have pictures in it. We wore it, like, in oh August. Oh, my God. So, like, in the inside, is there, like, like a like a plastic, like, head strap, and then it just that's what it, sits on plastic. your head? And it's, it's It's a little more nice. comfortable than that. That's unbelievable. Okay. He looked like the what only two have? things I thought of were dark helmet, and then dark the other helmet. thing I thought of is when uh, the great, late, great Norm MacDonald was Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy <laughs> with the big hat, the giant cowboy it's, hat. It's amazing, though, how fake the picture looks. It looks like ridiculous. You had to be like, Correct. It, it, there's no way this is a real picture, and it, sure enough, it was. And I'm going to try to get it. that hat in here by the end. So bring amazing. it in. Which, I, I do you have a – is it a Browns it. hat? No, 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 no. It's green. It's like a oh, leprechaun yeah, green and yellow. And, That's yeah. amazing. Uh, they're pretty sweet. Uh, up next, awesome. the Dolphins, 8-3 and three on the year. Houston, 1-9-1. and one. Dolphins, 30. Texans, 15. Bishop, one thought. Yeah, I, I don't really have any from the standpoint of this is acting accordingly for Miami, and this, is, this was one of those teams that I was referring to when the bad have now gotten bad. Remember, there was a time where the bad teams every once in a while could rise up. Now some of these bottom feeders are acting like bottom feeders on a week-in, week-out basis. Although the Texans, like, didn't they pitch a shutout in the second half? It was 30 it to happen? nothing. It was 30 it, to nothing at the half. half. They benched their starters on both yeah, sides of the they ball. They just chilled. But in the first half, it was 30 to nothing. I was actually was nervous about the cover. Without And <laughs> Miami wasn't even great in the red zone in the first half. No. And they put up 30. A, the Texans in the first half had 32 yards on 25 plays, which is 1.3 yards per play in the first half of that game before they benched everybody. That is unreal. And they had a defensive yeah. touchdown. The number was, what, 13? I was nervous that it was going to be a ridiculously absurd backdoor. Mike McDaniel's got to keep the ones in through the third quarter, man. Uh, up mean, next, it lived up to won. the billing of the, uh, the worst game of the week, Carolina oh, 23 Broncos 10, Panthers improved to 4 and 8, Denver falls to 3 and 8. Uh Zagura, one thought from you on this trash. DJ Moore is thrilled. Doesn't have to deal with Baker, no PJ Walker. He just gets to have his guy Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, the guy's a fantasy juggernaut. Sam Darnold comes back, he has 100 yards. He had less under 30 yards in three straight games before that. Darnold gets him the football down the field. He also did a great stop, drop, and roll touchdown, which I think should be somehow recreatable in Madden. I thought that was an awesome move near the goal line. All right. I want you guys to listen to this really well. They, so listen very carefully. Now, they owe, still owe this man over $200 million. Russell Wilson is 17th in the NFL in passing yardage. He is 28th in touchdowns. He has eight passing touchdowns, eight of them. Wow. He has five picks tied for ninth. 
He is 30th in the league in QBR. <laughs> He's got his own players yelling at him. Oh, man. I mean, this has gone. Here's his QBR the last. This is the last five times out. 29.1, 31.1, What the hell, man? I know that you got to get rid of the head coach, not the right fit, new ownership group, cut your ties. Look, it didn't work out. Sorry. But We've never had anything like this, what, though. What are you going to do with that? Guy to, you know, it certainly tailed off towards the end of his Seattle run, but to go from that to just incompetent, that's wild well, to me. I'll tell you something else that's worth watching. I, I'm still waiting to see if the league, because they have to make this change, I believe, today. Week 14, waiting all day for Sunday night, Chiefs at Broncos. Oh, God. No do you way. Flex, I mean, do you flex out of Mahomes? But it's Mahomes. Oh, so that's a good point. This Mahomes is, is box this office. This is the dilemma that the NFL is facing. But then, like, it's so Denver. Fox had – this week was Chiefs Rams was their big game, which Correct. before the season probably seemed like a, a wonderful game to have. Could have been a Super Bowl matchup last year. The entire promotion around it was talking strictly about Mahomes and the Chiefs, and that Mahomes yeah. is always must see. Travis Kelsey's must see. Nothing about the Rams. Didn't even not not a peep about no. the Rams. Not no. even Aaron Don- Donald. They were just talking about the Chiefs. So I, they feel that they can sell on just you know just the Chiefs. Maybe they will, but I, I would imagine well, if there are some good games, you got to go ahead and make a move there. Well, and NBC's got some decisions to make because that's week 14. Week 15 is Raiders-Patriots Sunday night, Jeez. and that's that whole Browns game that, to be determined, probably will not hear anything till next week. Okay. Early next week on that one. Uh, all right, next, Bengals 20, Titans 16. Real quick. Uh, Bishop, one thought from you. Here come the Bengals. Cincinnati's won three in a row. They won without Mixon. They won without Jamar Chase. Uh, they get Kansas City at home Sunday. That's a game. They're on the come. Bengals are on the come. A Huge win for them. Statement win, I thought, for them and their defense to shut down Derrick Henry the way they did. And then T. Higgins, we've been saying it all year. You've been saying it. Your people in Cincinnati have been saying it. A, a mega star in the making, and mm-hmm. he certainly is just that. Uh, one final one, and it was a big one. Helps us. Baltimore loses. They blow the fourth time a game for the first, fourth time this year. Spit it out, Gibbs. Jaguars twenty-eight, Ravens twenty-seven. Zagura, one thought. Horrific loss for the Ravens, and Trevor Lawrence over the last three weeks is playing as well as any quarterback in the NFL. And you see, you just wonder, what would he have been like if this was his rookie year? And he got Doug Peterson the whole time to groom him. What kind of a quarterback would he be in year two? I'll tell you what, he is somebody that you're going to want next year in fantasy football. I can tell you that right now. He's going to want, he's somebody that you want in real football. I'm just so happy no for doubt. him because his – I was worried that he was ruined, and he's not. He is who they drafted him. He, it's clicked the last month or so, um, and he was sublime in this one. So that, that makes me happy for, for a lot of reasons. It helps us, but also, um, you know, a good kid who I thought there was a chance he was going to be ruined by what happened last year. All right, good job out of you, Gibbe. Fans, mark your calendar. Face off on the lake presented by Meyer, the first major outdoor hockey game at First Energy Stadium. It's February 18th. The Buckeyes and the Wolverines at First Energy. For a limited time, purchase four tickets for 50 bucks in the mezzanine level. For more information, visit firstenergystadium.com slash faceoff or call 440-891-5050 for more. A little mailbag coming up next. MJ Emerson as well. As a little higher, lower, pure joy coming up in the final hour. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milk Bones, Brown's newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today, BarkingBackers.com, Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio here on 850 ESPN Cleveland, and broadcasting today for both here at the CCMC and out in Avon Lake at the Buffalo Wild Wings location out there. Reminder that Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, great assortment of appetizers, cocktails, and beer starting at just 3 bucks at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings location. And, of course, we're halfway through football season. B-Dubs can help you. The sports bar of choice for all the action. Check out your Locust B-Dubs location at buffalowildwings.com. Catching the game at home, takeout delivery also available, buffalowildwings.com. You got the football, you got the World Cup, you got all this stuff going on. Get to B-Dubs, they'll take care of you. Z's out there, they're taking care of him as we speak. Yes. That's glorious. No score, nine minutes in, kids. No, I know, some We can't be some near, pa- we can't some be near passive. runs. Can't no, be passive. Got to, got to go score because I'm pretty sure – uh, Iran can simply uh, can go for a draw and, yes. and get through. So you're going to have to yeah. take it to them, sir. You are, indeed. I can tell you this, Z, a world-class saunter out of Scarlet just right now. Oh, yeah, he's in his sauntering glory. A win, a win buoys just the spirits of everyone. Incredible. It adds to his saunter. I don't know why, saunter. based on what Clemson did over the weekend. I don't know. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. Maybe he already yeah. had pushed in the chips on Clemson. I don't know. But he's got a real saunter to him today. You know in the movie Napoleon Dynamite when he's wearing that Vote for Pedro t-shirt? I had that, of course. obviously because of Pedro. But I'd like yeah. a Vote for Gibbe t-shirt. I, I feel like I'm sad that I wasn't able to be a part of the movement. Yeah, but Vote for Gibby makes all the sense in the world. Vote for Pedro. Why did we not have them when he was in studio? No, uh, we should I can't have. believe it's that those idea. were. I have it. I mean, I have one in my closet. I mean, I would have bought one. The next time he comes to town, I'm wearing a Vote we'll for Pedro those. t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I like it. How did he do on his picks, by the way? That week? He had all those 17 14s. How did he do? He was he was uh he was over five hundred. Let's see, it was that week. Where were his picks at? Again, the number Pedro. of people in the last week that have come up to me at establishments around the city and gone, I listen on Friday. I pay attention. You should. I said, Well, congratulations was, on all your successes. Yes, they've done well. He hit on eight of 11 he was or eight and 12 eight out of 12 he was eight and four wow eight and four run at a pedro did he beat you yeah. head to head he did yeah oh that's my god that's better. sad that's yeah. so sad he doesn't need to know that he doesn't need to know he did, that. keep that keep that to yourself i've got his number i'll text him <laughs> uh all right uh, you want to do a little mail? Let's bag? do it. Mailbag it up, Gibby. Yeah, we just got a couple questions here. Uh, Browns mailbag presented by Vivid Seats, an official fan experience partner of the Cleveland Browns. You can tweet us your questions now to at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD. Bishop, this one from uh, Scott. If USC loses to Utah and or TCU loses to K-State, would you put Ohio State in the college football playoff? Yeah, I think, yes, it'll be between them and Alabama. I think especially USC, a USC loss would be their second. It would be their second loss to the same team, and they wouldn't be conference champions. Uh, There would be no other one-loss teams out there other than Ohio State. Ohio State would have quality wins over Notre Dame and Penn State. 
Look, they got whipped in the fourth quarter of that game against Michigan, but for three quarters, it's a back-and-forth game that it could have gone in any way. For the first half, they actually you know, statistically dominated the game, held Michigan to just 10 yards rushing. So, yeah, if USC especially loses, I do think the Buckeyes would get in as a four seed. And you got to remember, guys, it's a television show, and if I were a television executive, I would love to see Georgia, Ohio State in a national semifinal. Uh, Nathan. This question is for you. I just called you Nathan. Nathan. It just kind of came out. I apologize in advance. What is Uh, going on? Hey, Nate. Steven tweets at the show. Do you think the Brown Center, his name is Yelda Froholt, by the way, did a good job this week or after a few few mistakes last week? I I do think he did a significantly better job this week. And it was one of the things, he has to get comfortable doing it. You're playing center in the National Football League. First time he'd ever taken a snap at center in the NFL in that game two weeks ago. Obviously, there were no issues on the exchange. And he was dealing with... Vita Vea in the middle of that line, uh, I thought Yelda Froholt had a very solid accounting of himself because we weren't talking about him. At no point did we say, oh, Yelda Froholt got a hold. Yelda Froholt whiffed on this particular block. And when that's, that's what you're going for as an offensive lineman. So I think that he, by being unseen and unspoken of, did a good job. Uh, Cleology uh, tweets at, uh, this could be for both of you here uh, since you're both big Bs. Jimmy and Z had an amazing complimentary call on that Najoku TD. Curious what announcers you've studied or have looked up to across professional or collegiate athletics in prep for big moments like that. I I think that my prep for a big moment like that is to not make a sound until he is fully done, whether it's his first line, his first two lines. Off, young grasshopper. That is that is rule number one, and then I can go ahead and I can talk, but I let him have. As long as he wants to go, he can go. And on two of the touchdowns, he did kind of like a double. And you go until it's clear you're not going, then I will talk. Uh, But, I mean, listen, we all know the announcers that we loved as kids. And, you know, for me, I identify so much with, you know, obviously Summerall and Madden. Um, I was – I love Brent Musburger, obviously, play-by-play guy. Uh, Miss Kay, by the way, loves Chris Collinsworth. She just loves his voice. And I'm like, what? I found that so – terrifying troubling yes aim watch out i mean can you imagine if she runs across young jack collinsworth in person no she's not interested that that noise no no no. but the voice it's the same voice i will enlighten miss k about no she's not no no no, i already look i know how we all feel i'm just saying the voice is the same and it's a younger collinsworth he just he gives off an air of something that she's not interested in you know what i mean you don't say (laughs) you don't say um so yeah, those were like Al Michaels. Um, it's funny. You know who my dad loved, which is going to be so on brand for you guys? He loved Deerdorf. My dad was the big Deerdorf guy. Did he guy. really? And, uh, yeah, which is so on brand for I would have had Pedro as a Cosell like guy. Oh, love Cosell. Love Cosell. Yeah, that seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah, so those are Deerdorf's those a good guy. He he ended up he was on the Michigan broadcast for years uh, after yeah. he left Monday Night Football he and left CBS. He just retired really last year. Yeah, he had tears in his eye uh, as Michigan beat Ohio State last year for the first time in a while. So um, that was a good way. I, I have, you know, several people through the years I think about um, from a from a television play-by-play or radio play-by-play. I always go to Al Michaels. I love Vern yeah. Lundquist as well. I love Vern on oh, basketball. Vern. I love him on golf. I love him on college football. From a studio hosting, my uh, my idol always was Ernie Johnson. I just think he does the best job of, of point guarding through all of that. And then for radio uh, – 
the two guys would be Dan Patrick and Tony Kornheiser. I think uh, Kornheiser's I Kornheiser. his old radio show in D.C. and then the one when it yes. first went national was a really perfect blend. I've, I've tried to uh, it was something I followed a lot as I was you know kind of breaking into the radio business about how to do it and then dan i just dan is not he just kind of is who he is which is what i think you got to yep. be if you're going to be in this business yeah he did uh, from, from eric carroll thinking ahead to when we beat the ratbirds in a couple weeks like the positive yeah. thinking eric can you please explain the playoff tiebreaker when you play a team twice in your division how do they figure head-to-head when you are one-on-one against an opponent there are so many things that go into it in terms of who you guys played, strength of schedule, and oh man, the U.S. had total like overall a record. Right there. oh, there's so much stuff that goes into it. it. That stuff won't become clear until well down the road. All the Browns need to do, and all they can control right now, is going to Houston and beating the Texans, and then Amen. we'll hopefully have a few more of those, and then we can we can start to talk about some scenarios. But as of right now. It's way too early for scenarios, and they are. I couldn't even do like I thought about today. I'm like, is, is this the week that I start putting in the playoff scenarios for no. everybody? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> We've got to get to 500 time, before man. you're allowed to put in a playoff scenario. Well, well I wasn't even talking us. about us. I was just talking. Oh, okay. Just in general, I would. Okay. I would acquiesce at six and seven. Fine, because that means we, we win the next the two. Texans then I the would Bengals. be. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I would be open because the Bengals will be. A, that's a full day. Um, but but you you handle those two. You get to six and seven. Now I'm interested. Yep, I'll allow it. Uh, Browns backers North Jersey, shout out. Who's on the Mount Rushmore of quarter zip wearers? Good question. Uh, Nance. Nance is the first one. I, I wrote mean, he down. created he created the quarter zip. Um, I would I say like us, Peyton, us and Peyton Manning maybe, and the Mannings, the Manning family, because yep. because they all shop at the same store and all wear the same clothes <laughs> and they obvious. like a quarters it's it's a am i wrong no you're not wrong no not even T- take not go even look a at a picture better. of them ever together yeah i think mannings nance and us that's it uh ethan tweets at the show i want to lose weight for my wedding in may i will be doing tree work all winter so exercise isn't a problem what do you think about the keto diet weird question i know gibbs seems to hate these nate seems to know about nutrition lol <laughs> Listen, we got to connect them with the Hoff. The Hoff will tell you all about getting into ketosis and, and the benefits of that. And yeah, I would recommend some intermittent fasting. Uh, that really helps. Like, go to bed when you eat your last meal. Go to bed and then don't eat anything again until you have lunch. And that'll kind of get everything going. Avoid carbs where you can. Uh, that's part of the ketosis, getting into ketosis. It's, you know, lean proteins, lots of proteins, vegetables, not a lot of carbs. And do that exercise. And you're going to, I think you're going to shed some LBs. Throw in the intermittent fasting as well. I think you'll be well on your way. And work out. You got to work out. It's not – I mean, it's all pretty – all that stuff. It all works. It's all pretty – it's what you think it is. None of it's easy. Right. There's no cheats, It's but it is what you think it is. No, once you get once you get into a real state of ketosis, I think to come out of it, then you can have a big cheat like The Rock where you eat like 8,000 pancakes. Right. And 12 pizzas and somehow look Insanity. like Insanity. He likes those uh, banana the banana pancakes. Love, He's a big fan uh, of those. Boy, does Loves he? those. The coconut banana fan. pancakes. Uh, Bobby Meshling – uh, Bobby! Worst worst drink hey, someone can order at a bar. Worst drink? Yeah. I hesitate to go be to go at people because you know, you know, alcohol is a subjective process. You like what you totally. like, you can't help what what tastes good in your mouth. The only thing I would say is as a rule of thumb, I do not do artificially colored or sweetened 
I don't do mixers really at all, but I certainly do, don't do anything pre-made. I don't do anything that's artificially sweetened or colored. I think if you stay out of that realm, you'll do pretty good. Here's one thing people don't realize about cocktailing. Almost any cocktail that you want or ask for can be made without that stuff. It's just a little bit harder and usually just marginally harder. Usually it's not that difficult to make it without using the artificial stuff. Yeah, for me, you know, I think that when I hear did somebody order gin, it always gives me a little bit of a I raise a oh, interesting. People who they, like it love it. They love it. People there's apparently there's like some bar that's got like a thousand gins. And so people who love gin, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Let me see it today. It's just just beautiful baby blue blazer. I mean, it's just gorgeous. People do love the gin. The the only, like, I I had once had a Hendrix gin with a muddled cucumber that was passable like 15 years ago that was kind of refreshing. I would say I'm like you, and I would steer clear of, like, any rum and sweet-based drinks. Ugh. Which I have no time for. The only time that's appropriate to have a Mai Tai is on a beach, and you can have one. And then I think that's it. It's funny. I always, I would go rum without all that stuff. If I, you know, like if I wanted rum, I would just do the rum with the rocks. Um, I only drink rum on the rocks now, too. Bamboo. Tastes like a banana's foster in a glass. It's unbelievable. Have you ever had that? No, I haven't had that one. I've had some. What's it called? I've not had it. Bamboo. Okay. It's delicious. And the, um, yeah, even, I mean, typically my, I either drink like a cold beer, an old cold beer when I'm on the beach, or I will go with a tequila on the rocks with two limes. I drink tequila. I mean, that's that's what I'm ordering at a bar. I'm ordering only two drinks I ever order from a bar would be uh, tequila on the rocks, reposado. Sometimes, you know, if we're feeling saucy, we'll get an añejo, a couple of muddled jalapenos, squoze of a lime, and away we go. Or in the winter months, there can be times where I will be talked into an old-fashioned, oh, but typically I'll just get a bourbon on an ice ball and and enjoy that as well there's at least three more of these i'd love to get to we've got to take a break there you go we'll come back to these later in the week later in the week browns fans can win big with the digital scratch up game brought to you by the ohio lottery on clevelandbrowns.com and brown social channels fans can play once per day throughout the regular season by digitally scratching off a virtual card for chances to win great prizes like team shop gift cards and tickets to future games for more information log on to clevelandbrowns.com mj emerson who was spectacular on sunday coming up next from the podium list of cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams in about a day. Why not transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience? Let the Bath Authority make it reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority, Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler, experts and factory trained installers. You give them a call now, you get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality, guys enormous selection of bath projects are all made right here in america take your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day superior products and expert installers at the bath authority.com 216-220-8399 for 500 bucks off right now tell them that Bo sent you and now let's head to the podium and martin emerson hey mj coach talks so much about your kind of mentality that allows you to go out in there and compete especially when you know other teams are going to target you where does that come from 
probably I would say my childhood, just that competitive nature, you know, just always trying to win, you know, and compete. Well, and then during a game, like, what's it feel like knowing that, you know, it's Tom Brady and it's Mike Evans and it's fourth quarter and overtime and they're probably going to come right at you? Like, what, what goes through your head before the snap? Um, just the opportunity, you know, just to make a play and just, like, you know, do my job and just, like, uh, gain trust, you know, from my coaches and my uh, teammates. Yeah, Martin, um, Mike Evans is a, a four-time pro bowler, you know, good size and all of that. Um, you know, what was it in your, what was it about that matchup that just made you believe that you could basically just completely shut him down? And how do you feel about the job that you did? I feel like, I mean, I watched a lot of film, you know, and I was very confident going into that game. And it was just, you know, more about just executing. And I feel like I did pretty well, you know. Hey, uh, MJ, last night someone tweeted that Evans was two of nine on targets. And I thought I saw you tweet it was zero against you. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I had, uh, he made a mistake, so I had to correct. So yeah. uh, do you know how many times he was targeted against you? Um, seven. Wow. Every, every time myself with other two. <laughs> two we caught. Zero. <laughs> all right. That's all I needed to know. Thank you. Hey, Martin, you mentioned that competitive nature from when you were a kid. Did you have a bunch of brothers or friends that you were playing with? Could you kind of tell us what what happened in those competitive situations? Uh, yeah. So when I was growing up, you know, we had video games or whatnot, but I always, I always play outside like every day. You know, I, I always had to be in before the streetlights, but as soon as I got out of school, I was outside. If, it was, if I wasn't um, in football season at practice, I was always outside just playing football. You know, we played uh, this game called throwing up, bust them up as kids, like real physical game. So just like, I feel like I got my competitive nature from like that environment as well. Hey, MJ, I just wonder, has there been a moment this season or in camp or practice that you can remember feeling that like playing at this level was just starting to feel natural or maybe even slowed down a bit for you? I can't really just give you like one moment, but I can just say like weekly, I just feel myself, you know, getting better and just like, you know, getting my technique down, muscle memory. And it's kind of like, you know, it's feeling natural you now. It's coming yeah. together. Denzel and Greg have also, you know, since you got here, have praised the work you put in and just how quick you've taken up to, to playing at this level. What have they meant to you and, and your development and feeling comfortable playing at this level? Uh, man, I'm, I mean, me and with them guys every day, you know, I try to learn from everybody, honestly, everybody that's in there, you know, pick up on, you know, the good good things, bad things. And, you know, they just help me, you know, they guide me, coach me up when, they, when I need to be coached up and I just try to soak everything in like a sponge. Thanks, MJ. Hey, we heard that Deshaun has been running the scout team the last couple of weeks. How's he look to you? Uh, he looked pretty good, man. I know he's ready. I'm excited for him. He threw a... Uh, uh, fade on me. It was like a, I can't really explain. It. it was like overhead back shoulder fade that only the receiver could catch. It was like out of bounds, and the receiver had to like throw both his arms like over his shoulder to catch the ball, and I have no chance to make that play. So I'm excited for him to come back. That was a great throw. What kind of a lift do you think it's just going to give you guys to have him out there with you? Uh, I feel like Deshaun's very explosive. You know, I feel like we'll have, you know we'll have a more a lot of more explosive plays.
Hey, Martin, um, just going off of Tom's question there, I mean, considering the the kinds of throws like you're saying that that Deshaun's made in practice, how much of a learning experience has that been for for you, even just this this short time that he's been back and, and further back into into training camp and things like that to have to defend some of those throws? Uh, it's like, you know, it's practice, but it's just like game reps in practice, you know, so it's very helpful. Uh, yeah, Martin, uh, what did you think of David Njoku's touchdown catch? And um, and did it, you know, did it cross your mind, you know, that, you know, you will have chances like that? And how the heck do you defend something like that? And then also, what's it like to go up against David in practice? Oh, man. Um, great catch. It's probably catch of the year. It's hard, you know. That catch and that Justin Jefferson catch is probably the catch of the year. Oh, Joy Pickens, the one he got on me, too. That was a good one. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a great catch. You know, I'm happy for him in a in a big in a big moment. So, you know, that's what we work so hard for, for moments like that. And um, in training camp, I'll never, I'll never forget he tried to bully me. But he did score me one time. You know, he got he's a big body, you know, stronger guy. So, you know, I always like going against somebody that's going to make me better. Hey, Martin, um, the way Miles played at the end of that game yesterday, despite having that um, really painful shoulder injury. Did you notice that? And then what does it say about him? Man, Miles, he the ultimate competitor. Man, he gonna he gonna give it. You know everything he got every every time he step on the field. And that's a guy you know that I want to go to war with. You know and play behind. You know and, and battle with him because he, he turned it on and you know he made some great stops for our defense that we needed. All right, that was MJ Emerson at the podium there, talking about his great performance against Mike Evans. MJ Emerson really just blossoming here in his rookie season, Bo, and it's great to see. We know it was one of those guys, and every once in a while it happens, where you see somebody in camp and you just – just the look of them looks right. Yep. And he looked it. I'll never forget, I was, I was on holiday, uh, and I missed the first week of camp, and I came in week two, and I said to you, 23 is whom? And, and that was him. And he just jumped off the field. It was obvious early. There was just a lot to like about the way that he went about his business. And now it's manifesting on the field at the highest level against Mike Evans, where he played. Was it Baldinger said that? You mentioned this earlier. The best he's yeah, ever seen Baldi. a cornerback play all year. Yeah, absolutely. It's high Ryan praise. Baldinger, a little film breakdown. Seek it out at Baldy NFL. I retweeted it earlier. Um, yeah, high praise for MJ Emerson and certainly well-deserved. You, Team USA, by the way, just had a great on-goal opportunity and just airmailed it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's it's going to be pretty tough, I think. Quite quite tough. Nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it is real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, a 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and goal. Twisted tea, hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. We play a little better, worse, higher, or lower coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Buy or sell a home with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. Always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, they're going to have you covered. At Howard Hanna, every day is game day. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today. And we have a goal, Gibbe. Do we have a goal? I believe we have a goal. I believe that we can win. I believe that we will win. 
We do. Wow, what a, a pass off the header to set up the goal. Incredible ball. There you go. Uh, except I think the guy that scored the goal might have gotten hurt. He definitely got he may have been needing the box because he had a collision <laughs> with the keeper right after he hit it. Pulisic. Oh, my gosh. Pulisic scored? Christian yeah. Pulisic scored? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Boy, he's been the chosen one. We get to yeah. a generation. Is he hurt? Let's is, go. is that what you're saying? Gibbon? Not really. Wow, I don't know. He, he was still down. I, he, yeah, this game is going to get – this thing's going to go off now because now they got to score. So now you're going to yeah. see something here for the next uh, – so get out to your local Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, and take it in. There's still plenty of Wing time. Tuesday. We're Wing not even Tuesday. at halftime yet. 50% off your second order. Let's go. Let's go. A uh, little bit of Poizales here. Time for a little higher or lower. Let's go. Uh, presented by Keep It Fun Ohio from Ohio Lottery, offering easy ways to keep gambling fun as Gibbe is here for a little better or worse. Real real quick, if I may, I just want to thank Poizal for on the holiday weekend. He stepped up and wrote the winning mix, and he did yep. obviously a great job. It inspired a win. I'm not saying that there's, you know, he's 100%. He's got 100%. He's never lost right in the winning mix. But I, I noticed a difference. I, I bookmark it, and yep. I did notice a different, more optimistic tone in the winning mix. It felt That's like it I was noticed. written by a, an, a professional writer. A professional writer. As well, yeah. It's it someone who I think also, better. one thing I've noticed about writers, uh, Dr. Z, is you yeah. want to exercise that muscle as much as possible. You know, you want they can, almost can't stop writing. They like writing so much that they just want to write and write and write and write. And so I think that's another like thing of note. A meteor. Sometimes yeah. they're like a meteor because you got to make sure you get them to write as much as they can in their writing window. Sometimes the writing window closes and it's over. So, yeah, just another thing to consider. But you sound like you're coming from a writing background here. Have you written stuff before? God, no. No, no never. Oh, nor will I, I ever. Say, I you would like to write the next window. Nor will I ever. Right again. <laughs> never say Boys never. Out, did you friend. enjoy writing never the winning mix? I feel like I can say never, give it. It was it was good, yeah. And and it should be fun for everybody involved who who writes it. Obviously it's been me and you, but um, boy, I think it's it fun. Should, yeah. I wish I think we, we should expand rehash. the group. And I, I know you the, think it's fun too. The text conversation I, I, boy, that the three it. of us had on Saturday morning after uh, I was had ready to write it. And and Boys L said, I was ready to write it. That's part of the course. That's not even noteworthy. No, it was very. It was a very nice gesture, and one that I might have gotten wrong. I went back and looked. And I was po like, "Boy, I towed that line a little bit." <laughs> I'm like a Teflon to your insults. It, it doesn't even make me raise an eyebrow. I expect them. If you say nothing <laughs> nice things to me, it like freaks me out. Um, AP, how long did it did it take you to get into the mix? Uh, I, like you said, it took you 30 minutes. I think for me, it took about. 45 minutes to an hour because I needed to do oh, okay. a little additional research. I know you knock out all your research during the week, but um, yeah. I wanted to make sure I had my uh, everything squared away. So let me throw let me hour. throw something out here. Let's just let's good. let's spitball on the air for a second. I think everybody enjoys that in the radio okay. medium since it is a talking. I don't medium. like where this is going. What it's if a talking I gave medium. you? What if I and Bo? We got to while Bo's still in his talking window. We got to make sure we capitalize on that before he shuts. That's it right. Down. At any point, I could want to draw pictures. Point, I, I don't talk anymore. Sorry, sorry. I'm out. By I'm the way, out. I mean, Pulisic is, is out right now. Pulisic, Christian Pulisic, Pulisic is, out. is literally kind of running around the field and he's with fine. doctors got, and trainers buddy, while the game is he still took going. A knee. Well, they can't sub out, so he's trying to see speed. if he can go. Yeah, he took a knee That's at full speed to the nether regions. That's. Yeah, he's and they can a, go. You can chill out with with a man down for a minute and a half or a couple minutes until he gets Stop right. Stop his time. Yeah, yeah. there you go. You're safe. So anyway, You're safe. back to my quick spitballing yes. idea. I mean, 
what if I just prepared you topics and bullet points and then you said, hey, this is great. You wouldn't even have to do research. It would just be Nate, right there I, for I you. I think you, you need to give yourself more credit. You are not a bad writer. And uh, I think you do a good job of presenting like information every week in the mix. You're a wide open right now. Yeah, what Gibbs said. I would love to have you even write even more stuff. Hey, the offseason is coming. The off I know there's not a chance. Zero. We'll have some draft. I'll definitely Zero percent. Need, need you for a little draft. You, get, you do, you do a good somebody, job, Nathan. I think. It, how about somebody just transcribes? How about. Gibbe, since you stayed back there and, and, and Connor's out here, you know, working amongst the people at Glorious Buffalo Wild Wings in Avon Lake, maybe <laughs> Gibbe could just transcribe because we do a segment on the show called The Winning Mix on Friday where I orate The Winning Mix and maybe Gibbe transcribes it. Boom, there it is. Yeah, it'll take you to transcribe it. That's not a bad idea. You say it Friday. takes you 30 Goodbye. minutes. Listen. Save you 10 minutes and transcribe that, Nathan. Really could have. There's really <laughs> probably asking a, me to transcribe it. Yes. Why would the man AP, transcribe his AP, own we stuff? We started like off with you doing so well. Right now it's yeah. This is all gone south. It's all gone south. Man, started with so. Many I know what you're trying to. I know what you're hinting at, Nathan. We'll g give it away. Boys, uh, you just ignore Listen, it. Listen, you've got me for 2022. You've got me for 22, 2022, and then I'm gonna pull. Oh, he didn't take a, a knee in the leg. Move. He took it in the minerals. Yes, gonna, that's what I said. The nether regions. Yes. I think I'm going to classic writer move, knee. and I'm going to close my writing window for uh, January 1st, 2023. Writing window closed. Don't do it anymore. Sorry. We'll but check. now, I still do it. No, I got you. This Wait till you see this one. I'm going to give you a winning mix that makes your head The spin. best winning mix ever. Let's oh, go. we got a breakaway. Come yep. on. Come on. We got Gibbe, three you, on two. You, you got to paint more of a oh. picture, Gibbe. You listen to the great Jim Donovan <laughs> all the time. You got to paint a better picture of the action. Is it legal to do that? No, I don't know. Not. <laughs> I also think RTV's ahead of yeah, uh, Zagurus. <laughs> you guys are way ahead of you're way ahead of us here. I don't know if no they can give you. Might have spoiled yeah. it, but yeah. Yeah, he said three on two, and then I was like, I don't see that All yet. Right. And then oh, there it was. Yep, there Reminds it me is. Of my favorite drill: three on two, two on one. Best the basketball best. drill ever. Undefeated kids love it. Yep. Everybody Higher loves or lower it. presented by Keep It Fun Ohio. Here we go. Ohio Lottery. That's what we're doing here. Easy ways to keep gambling fun. Uh, ESPN.com <laughs> power rankings. Should AP, the following teams so be much higher, today. lower, or just right? AP, I'll start with you. The Browns in at number 24. Should they be higher, lower, or are they it's just ridiculous. right here going into week 13? Uh, yeah, they should be higher. They are better. Uh, there are a few teams ahead on this list that they can definitely beat. Um, it's honestly kind of insane to me that the Bucks are at number 16. They're 16. Uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um However, they still haven't won back-to-back -back games this season, and that's why I think they're still here. That's what they obviously at this point now they're four and seven. That's what they need to do. They need to win out. Probably. All right. So, so did, did we not just you, beat the Bucks, right? So you got to be ahead of them. Yeah. Do we have yeah. Deshaun Watson playing this week? We that's do. Right. Okay. All right. So if if those two things are true, then how can you be behind, for example, Green Bay, the Saints? Saints. Come on, man. Come Vegas on. Too. What are we even doing here, man? By the way, did you see where we were in this particular power pool last week? I did. 29. 29th? I mean, Jeez. I know we were under a Haterade. Come on. Yeah. Next. Higher or lower? Zagura. Kansas City's at one. Philly's at two. Buffalo's at three. Dallas, number four. Dallas, higher, lower, or just right? The disrespect being shown to the Miami Dolphins is unfathomable to me. 
Tua Tungavailoa is leading the NFL in every single category that matters for a quarterback. They added Bradley Chubb to their defense. They got Xavier and Howard. Their deep pitched a shutout, was given up one yard of play, granted against the Texans, but they've beaten the Bills head-to-head. They have not lost a game that Tua has started and finished this year, and so to me, this is outrageous. So while I do like the Cowboys, I, I like them a lot. But I don't think they should be ahead of Miami. In fact, I don't think the Bills should be ahead of Miami right now. In fact, I don't think I think the only team that really should be ahead of Miami right now is the Kansas City Chiefs. So bump them it down. Everybody ahead of them. That the lower, Dolphins worse. actually won by 15 and dropped a spot. These people the aren't watching they, the games. They Come won on. 30 to nothing is what they won, and then they stopped playing everybody. And they got I've never seen an time. NFL team drop its first and its first stringers on offense and defense at half. And then Ever. get penalized in this power pull. Next. It's insane. Higher or lower? Dolphins 5, Vikings 6, uh, 49ers 7, Bengals 8. Bo Bishop, the Bengals, higher, lower, or just this, this, right? This thing's all screwed up. I mean, you got to have Miami higher. I would have San Francisco higher. You, we're judging Same. these teams on who they are now, not what they've done all season. Like a power ranking should be how good are you right now? The Vikings yep. are too high right now. Their defense is brutal. Their offense is good, but I would have San Francisco ahead of them. Miami's got to move up higher um, it's for sure. Cincinnati right now, this is pretty close to sweet spot for them. I like them more than Dallas. I probably would like them head-to-head against really? Minnesota. Um, I think they're right in the cusp of where they should be, though. I wouldn't move them too much. It's right around here, seven or eight for them. That's a hell of a win and a hell of a defensive performance out of them. And they did it without Mix, and they did it without Chase. Both are coming back this week. Next, one final one. Higher or lower? Poisel, Tennessee 9, Ratbirds 10, the New York Football Jets number 11. Jets, higher, lower, or just right, Poisel? All right, I think you guys are going to roast me for this, but I think it's just right. I know there are some big questions on offense still, but their defense is playing, in my opinion, really, really well right now still and is giving them a chance to win every single game. And – when you look at the other teams that are behind them on this list, I don't see how you can make a strong, surefire argument that the Jets are going to not win, basically. It's just uh, the Chargers. They have the Chargers below. Yep. The Chargers are say, that's, right. a, that's the team. Yep. That's it's, my team. It's not I'm a, a matter of guys. the fact that I think they're necessarily um, a top 10, t- like they belong in the top 10 or top 11. But just when you look at the teams behind them on this list, I, I think the Jets are actually in the right spot. Commies AP. are playing pretty well. AP, we get a Madden simulation neutral field, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jets, Chargers. Chargers win, you write the mix the rest of the year. Jets win, you, I write the mix the rest of the year. Are you feeling confident that you're not writing the mix? Uh, are, are, are the Chargers getting Keenan Allen both and, and Mike Williams? Are they getting both? They're both? getting the Chargers they as they Allen. are right now. They're getting, as they are right now. No Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, yes. Look, I still think I'm taking the Jets because okay. the Jets defense right. is just so good right now. I'm sorry. Like, Gosh. I but it's going to be, it would be a good game. You would be but writing the winning mix. I, think you I wish You'd we could call Raj and make mix. this game happen on a, on a random Friday. Raj, right. we need Great a stuff, AP. to settle a score. Yes, As always, tremendous. good job out of you. Hey, Browns fans, skip the chore of laundry. Enjoy life, not laundry. Tide Cleaners offering 30% off dry cleaning for the month of November. Just mention promo code BROWNS. Visit TideCleaners.com to find the closest location to you. Some exclusions may apply. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Hey, Browns fans, enter for a chance to win Browns season tickets. Free Milkbone dog treats for a year and more. It's all courtesy of Milkbone, the official dog treat of the Cleveland Browns. Visit browns.com slash milkbone to enter, then visit your local Meyer to check it all out. The varieties of Milkbone dog treats. This has been a real treat, Z. You out there at uh, Avon Lake at the Buffalo Wild Wings. I had a blast. Out there. I had a blast. You guys missed yeah. out. Sorry. Sorry for you I guys. I feel bad about listen, it. I, you know how much I would have loved to have been there. It's not too late. It's Wing Tuesday for people to come down here, get an order of traditional wings, get the second order 50% off, get to watch the U.S. up one nothing, and get to watch the worst rule in all of sport, offsides in football. Colleen was you, mad I at think, me for saying that. I think you're right. That's a horrible I think you're rule. It's ridiculous. It's so dumb. And this Subjective. one was brutal. Like, this was Awful. really a brutal call. Um, yeah, I think it's stupid, too. If you, if you don't want him back there, go guard him. If you, want, if you want to make sure that nobody has a free run, be behind them. Duh. Go back there. Go back no there. No one's stopping you. You can cherry pick in the NBA. There's that saying, oh, if you, but if you want to go stand there, down there, and while they want to play five on then four we'll go offense, score. We'll go score. Fine. Great. I like it. <laughs> I, miss, I miss your face. We'll see you tomorrow back here in studio. Uh, we thank everybody out at the Avon Lake Buffalo Wild Wings. Fantastic hosts. As always, the next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.